Hey everyone, welcome back to uh, another episode of My Mortgage Guy. My name is Jesse Earl, and again, I am with Nick Kasha, who is my mortgage guy. Hello everyone. And today we're going to be talking about the loan application process. So we've already we've already discussed how to get pre-approved, and then what happens really after that, and uh, after an offer gets accepted. So now we're going to go into the loan application process and and for people don't don't know my background which you shouldn't at this point but um, <laughs> i did work in mortgages at one point in my career and i was a loan processor um, and this is really where i was heavily involved in the process um, so nick as a as a buyer what should i be expecting at this time yeah so like jesse said he's a processor the processor is He's uh, they're an employee of the, our company. Mm-hmm. I'm the loan officer. I'm the one who starts your loan. I advise you on what type of loans uh, are, are right for you, what you fit into, the interest rate, uh, all that stuff. Um, the processor is a person who's going to reach out to you. They get all of your information and they process it. Right? That makes sense. Right. They they look through uh, all the documents I've collected so far. They request new documents that I may have missed or that you didn't send in or maybe there was a scanning error or whatever. Um, they compile an, an entire list of everything we would need for the file mm-hmm. from you and internally because there's a lot of stuff internally behind the scenes that we need too to get checked out. Appraisals ordered, title work from the attorneys ordered, all that stuff. That process is going to reach out to you directly. Their job is to compile the list, get everything in a nice, neat package and send it over to the uh, underwriting department for them to decide if you qualify or not for the loan. Right. So that's, this, this is the first steps essentially. This is what we're, we're going to start. Your offer's accepted. You come to me, you're like, Nick, now it's time. What I do at that point, my main job there is to, I activate the loan. So we officially start the loan in the process. And the reason why this is important, this is why this is official process is all because of compliance. Mm. So once we put an address in, once we have that contract signed by you, and the loan, we turn the loan live, so everything's on the clock at that point. We have three business days to send you uh, an e-disclosure package. This package tells you all your rights as a borrower and a breakdown of what the loan is going to be. Um, we have to send that to you to either sign by hand or sign online, mm. and that's going to... Jesse's dog's there, by the way, so... <laughs> Apologize. He's bopping around. Don't apologize. He's awesome. Um, so the the loan um, disclosure package that's going to have all the basic information about the loan, your rights as a buyer. You're going to sign documents saying that it's, it's all right for us to do background checks on you. That kind of sets off the whole thing in motion. Um, at that point, once that's all signed, then our processing team is going to ask you for the documents that we may need. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start ordering stuff on our behalf of the process. So they're going to order the appraisal. You don't have to worry about that. The appraisal is an actual report that we order uh, from an independent appraiser who goes out and decides what the value of your home is to make mm-hmm. sure you're buying it for the right amount. And can that change the actual? That can change everything. Okay. The appra- So 95% of the time you make an offer, that appraisal is going to be, the, the value of the house is going to be what the offer is for. Because you have two right. consenting parties buying this property, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it could change. It, it, if it comes in lower, then we're in a situation where you got to, the seller has to reduce their price or you may have to come up with more cash. Basically, when it's lower, that means that the, the appraiser says it's not worth what you're buying it for and the bank only will lend enough money based on what the value of the house is. Okay. So, uh, so we order that appraisal. That's going on during the process. Part, uh, the, 
title work. You're going to choose your own attorney, who you want to use for an attorney to close the loan. This person you're never going to really talk to or see until the day of the closing, but they're working on all the paperwork, all the deed history, the title history, the, all the work in the background mm. to make sure that all the paperwork lines up for you when you buy the house. Okay. That person's working on your behalf in the background. So last episode, we talked about the parallel streets. So you're working on the actual house and, and the offer. Yeah. We're working on the mortgage part. This attorney's working on on the other part of the process. All three have to go together to, to make you qualify for this loan. So this sounds a bit, uh, can I say, overwhelming if I'm a buyer. Completely overwhelming. Okay, so um, how much of this am I like? Am I making all these decisions? Like, it sounds like there's a lot of people that's grabbing my loan and grabbing my paperwork, and you know, I have a, I have a processor involved, I have a loan officer involved. Now I have like a title company. Like as the buyer, am I involved in that? Like it just seems like a lot of work, and now I'm like I'm I, I'm yeah. a little nervous. No, yeah, for sure, <laughs> you should be nervous. No, yeah, it, it is. It's a big process. At the this is why I tell everybody. Yeah, you're borrowing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Everything we're doing, we're doing for a reason. The government sets these rules in place basically to help us determine if you if you qualify for this mortgage, mm-hmm. and if we lend you the money. All right, whole thing that we're doing, everything we're working on. Everything, every piece of paper that you submit to us is to determine if you're going to pay us back, essentially. Okay. It's a huge background check to see if you're going to pay us back and to see if the house that you're buying is worth it and, and it's clear. Right. So the actual stuff you're involved with is not that much, to be honest. Mm. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of moving parts. But your whole focus at in each part, what I'll break down that, your whole focus and what you can expect to see right now. Okay. One, you sign the original disclosure paperwork. Fair enough. Two, you answer emails and calls from the processor to give us what we need uh, to complete the file. Okay. Three, you do the inspection on the house with the, the real estate agent. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to give us that inspection. That's for you. But that's that's number three. Four, you pay for the appraisal. So we're going to order an appraisal. You can pay at closing or you can pay up front. Five, you wait until you get a commitment letter from us. Mm. So all this stuff goes into a package. We give it to the underwriter. They approve your loan. They give us a commitment letter yeah. saying that we're committed to lending you money at that point. Yeah. Six, you give a, the, the, the commitment letter will come with conditions, simple conditions like updated pay stubs, something, uh, updated bank statement, stuff like that. We get that. We yeah. resubmit it. Uh, so you give us that paperwork, and then seven, we get the clear to close. You sign one more document, and then eight, you go to the closing table. I mean, well, that's not bad. So, like, what are some common questions from the loan processor? Like, we're emailing you. Like, I'm the I'm the buyer. I'm getting like, what are, what, what should I expect? Right. What should they, I be ready for? Things come up. Every loan is different. Every person is different. There's certain things that come up. Right? Some common questions. I common guess. questions yeah. are, uh, Jesse, can you sign this letter of explanation? So, a letter of explanation. We need. We need paperwork documenting uh, discrepancies in your files, things that you won't even know. Like if we order your, if we get your credit report, there may be a, um, we may have your, your current address that your apartment rent you're renting, Yeah. but there might be an address for like your parents' house that you lived in two years ago. And we have to just explain why there are two addresses as your current address on your credit report. Uh, okay. It's not going to change the loan. It's not going to disqualify for you, disqualify it. But for compliance reasons, we have to explain Basically, we're trying to figure out: Do you own any other properties? Right. That's based in that in that regard. So they oh, may okay. ask for a letter of explanation or something like that. Yeah. They may ask if you own your own business. They might ask for a profit and loss for the year to date, for the whole year. <laughs> Jesse has to pet the dog now. Just well, to make he, sure. he's he, right up to the mic. Oh, so if you do hear any yeah, noise, if you hear any breathing, it's just Remy. He's okay. He's cool. 
Um, yeah, keep going. Sorry. So profit and loss. They'll ask right. for updated bank statements if I haven't updated them. Uh, employment information. Okay. Uh, so if you've worked at your job for a year and nine months, you need three months of your previous job. So we'll need to get all that information. Okay. Stuff. So it's, well, it's not bad. So it's all basic stuff that we should kind of be updating yeah. as we're going along anyway. Exactly. It's to get their job is to get as detailed as possible about you as a borrower. Okay. My job in the beginning, our pre-approval stuff, is generalities. Like, it's generally, this is what you make. This is where you go. They're trying to, they have to verify everything we collected, everything you told me, so that we know exactly where you stand as a uh, as a borrower and, okay. and that you qualify for the mortgage, essentially. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's the process. We're, we're doing a huge background check on you to make sure you're going to pay us back in the future. Okay. I mean, that's really what we're coming down to. All right. So, I mean, so as a loan processor, we... We have everything we need. You know, as a buyer, we send everything we were supposed to send over. It goes over to underwriting. Um, what are other types of things? I guess this is basically, this will go hand in hand to the other question I was going to ask. What, and I asked it kind of last episode too, is what are some common things that would hold up a loan from closing? So we're like, uh, you know, the underwriter gets it. Like, what are some things that they are common things, I guess you could say, that might, like slow it down or right whatever. there's not necessarily uh, stop it i guess but sure like, yeah i mean most of the time you're not if, if we do our job correctly if i do my job correctly up front we're not going to stop the process yeah unless some so what the main common thing would come with the house like if the house doesn't pass inspection or if it doesn't appraise at the right value or if mm-hmm. there's an issue with the with the house like if, if the appraiser goes there and there's no um handrails on you know, on the stairs or something, or if there yeah. is major chip paint, or there's there's issues with the actual physical part of the house that could slow you down. Okay. So that's one part. Two for you personally, that could slow you down. Would be if you had a bunch of job changes with that, or if you had a huge gap in in work history, and we need letters of explanation, mm-hmm. or if you have large cash deposits in your bank accounts that you can't explain. Okay. Stuff like that is it's paperwork stuff, but it could lead to other like. Like an onion, you're gonna peel back different layers and, and see there might be issues from there. Okay. But if you're pretty much straight straight edge across the board, there's not that's not gonna come up as much. What if I like can I not buy anything during this process? Yeah. So we have like the ten commandments of things you shouldn't do. One is <laughs> I can you can buy things, but anytime you use your credit during the process is gonna be an issue. So even if I pay it off like that month kind of thing or well, if you pay it what off, no, that's fine. But so if you like, go like for big items, yeah, the worst thing you can do for for me, from my perspective, it, it, the worst time of year to buy a house for me, for my clients, is Christmas time, because you'll go in to you know not you, but people could go into TJ Maxx, then to Old Navy, and then to Target. And each store will give you a discount on a credit card, and you're you're buying these big purchases. You're like, oh, I'm gonna uh, apply for these these um, credit cards. Also, new credit. Anytime you pull new credit, it's yeah. going to ding your credit report, and it's going to increase your, your monthly debts. Okay. Even if it's 0%, there's still a minimum payment that you have to put forward. Okay. So that so pulling new credit, cars are the same thing. If you have if you, if you go out and lease a new car, buy a new car, and it's more than what you're currently paying, that could screw up mm-hmm. your debt-to-income ratio. So that's a huge thing. Um, so a lot of it has to do with credit and debt stuff. Okay. And then the, the other part is the large cash um, deposits and unexplained uh, deposits into your bank account. And okay. then obviously, if you go out and spend all your money and you don't have enough for the closing, that's yeah. going to be a problem. Okay. We could fix that if you get like if you get a gift or something. We yeah. can't fix credit. You you mess up your credit during the process. There's no way really to get around it unless we, you know, if in certain situations we could change the loan type loan problem. Right. But if you if you just max out credit cards or 
get all this brand new credit is really going to destroy yeah. your, your your chances of qualifying for this mortgage. But if I do get a gift or something, like say like uh, my parents want to help yeah. out and like, hey, Completely fine. we're yep. going to give you 20 grand or whatever. Yep. What do you need for that? So we would need um, the basics are, de- it depends on the loan. Each one's a little bit different, but the basics would be we need a gift letter from your parents, mm-hmm. which we provide like templates of gift letters that you could. Basically just says like, yeah, I'm, gift- I'm giving this to Jesse. And- exactly. I'm giving this to Jesse. It, it tells the exact amount. Um, the bank account it comes from a copy of the check or a cop and a copy of their bank account okay. to see where where the money uh, originated from. Yeah. So we need like the paper trail of where the money comes from, mm-hmm. and it has to be either a uh, a relative, a fiance, or a domestic partner, a husband, wife, that type of thing. It, it has to be somebody who's related to you. In some so it can't be like a friend. The tech, I mean, technically the law states it can be a close personal friend, <laughs> okay. but they've kind of since. Uh, since like COVID, really, they've they've pulled back on that where it really has to just be a a, a family, uh, so, okay. somebody in your family. Can't so. have, I can't have Joey Bag of Donuts just give me 20000 20, $20, No, you can't just go <laughs> go ask Joey Bag of Donuts, yo, can I get a twenty twenty grand stack right now, <laughs> and not explain it, and then put twenty thousand dollars in cash in your account? No, it has to be a check or, or you know a cat, um, okay. a, a transfer from a bank. But you have to have some kind of Fair you enough. know show where it comes from, show us where your uh, okay. you know where the money stems from, because essentially. If money just pops out of nowhere, that more than likely is money that you haven't paid taxes on and the government frowns upon that and you're doing some kind of money laundering. Yeah. And mortgages are the number one way money launderers get money through the system um, okay. in the United States. All right. So, That's interesting. Yeah. So that could slow – again, so if we go back to slowing up the process, it's yeah. uh, any discrepancies or really weird things going on in yep. your actual bank account, opening up new credit. Yep. Um, if – we're not going to pull a new credit report for you, mm-hmm. but if something really happens, like, like you have like a bankruptcy or something like that during the process, which obviously we probably know about, but yeah. if not, like something like that could, could really mess you up. Um, we've seen in the past bankruptcies in the past or foreclosures in the past that don't pop up in your credit report. If they pop up mm. and like we do what's called data verify, we verify your name versus all this different, these data sets for homeownership in the past. So stuff like that could come up if there's really issue, been issues. So, be as open and honest to your loan officer as possible. If you need to get credit, if you need to get a car, if you know if your lease is up, you do some talk to your person, talk to your guy. Tell, me up front. tell yeah, tell me up front. Let me yeah. know what's going on because otherwise it's going to be, you know, if you just surprise somebody and you pull your credit three times and you know your score goes from seven twenty to six forty, yeah. you're gonna you, the type of loan is going to change, your interest rate is going to change, the amount you have to bring to the table is going to change, everything yeah. can change. So yeah. the whole application process is. We're kind of holding on for dear life. Keep everything the same. Make sure you qualify for the mortgage. The underwriter is going to give us the um, the approval after we submit everything to them. Mm-hmm. We get the commitment letter saying that we're committed to uh, to, to lend you the money. After that, you're going to get uh, after you get the commitment letter. You're going to be a list of conditions, small conditions. You give that back to us. Yeah. Then we're going to resubmit the loan to the underwriter for the clear to close, and the underwriter is going to give us that final decision. And that's usually pretty quick. You, yeah, part. that it's like a two, one, two, three business day turnaround time. Yeah, because the they already calls. looked over everything. They looked over everything. You yeah. filled in the gaps that they had, the, the small questions they had. Yeah. They they pull it through and they say, "All right, we're clear to close. Let's go to the next step, which is the closing, which will I think is going to bring us to the next episode, right? Yeah, I think so too. All right, uh, cool. Yeah, so that's perfect. Uh, yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Uh, and and I can't stress enough, people that are listening is is the worst thing that can happen is a surprise debt. 
Yes. Uh, so always be upfront with your own officer. For sure. I think Nick could uh, probably speak more It's happened so many times. Like people show up, and realtors will say it too, they show up to like the, the final walks with the house with a brand new car. Yeah. Or they'll, you know, they have to go sign paperwork and they have, you know, they already bought furniture in the house. They went to uh, whatever your furniture, Raymore and Flanagan, and opened up a new credit card and, and maxed it out that day. <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah. Just wait till after the closing. I mean, that's the easiest way to do this. Wait till. You could the day of the closing, just go off the next day and, yeah. and get everything you need. Fair so. enough. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. All right, Nick. Thanks again for uh, for all the info. Uh, again, for people listening, if this is your first time, um, how can people reach out to you, and uh, where can they contact you at? So um, my website's the best way to reach me. Um, it has all my contact information there. It's kashamortgages.com. C A C C I A mortgages.com. And there you'll find my cell phone number, my email address, my LinkedIn um, perfect uh, thing, and my thing, whatever it's called, and my <laughs> apply now button. So if you just want to qualify, you know, see if you pre-qualify for a mortgage, apply, do the apply now. I'll get all your information directly, and I can uh, pre-approve it from right there. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, awesome. Nick. All right. All right. Bye, guys.